this is uh, Mina Fisher, Town Guard. The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, visit professionalcasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. Also, every month we're going to be giving away any one item to a Patreon backer at the $5 tier or above. Check out patreon.com slash professional casual for more information. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code professionalcasual at checkout or use the link in the show notes. Welcome to episode 58 of a grim podcast of perilous adventure. Don't hate. It's 58. Yeah. Mm. We're getting old. 58. We're the best papa in the whole dang state. Sure. <laughs> Down in Australia, they say good day, mate. <laughs> you gonna keep it going, GB? I was going to say we're one year old, but that's 52 episodes. We, we, I mean, we're over a year old. Totally forgot to like even acknowledge it back in episode 52. My my years have 58 weeks. So Hmm. it feels like (laughs) it's a leap year. Yeah. Forgot it when recording and forgot it when I like put the post out for that week for the episode to come out. You know, didn't know. Oh, it's been a year. So this is yearly. This is the yearly episode. We're year ish. When we start an episode, we always slate. (laughs) If you're going to steal something, it might as well be fate. From Lucky. Oh, oh no, this is going to keep going. Remember? <laughs> we need something else that's going to keep going. <laughs> when we fought the ghouls, we almost got eight. Oh, man, I'm so mad I forgot to bite Lucky. I know a guy and his name is Nate. <laughs> <laughs> In his spare Sarah- times, he likes to shave his pate. <laughs> we went to Sarah's wedding, wedding and we were late. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sarah. I don't know if you knew this, but ducks only have one mate per season. <laughs> we know now. So, we do. So rapping is R-A-P-I-N-G. Yes. So we're rapping this. No. 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 Oh. R-A-P-P-I-N-G. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. He said P-P. <laughs> <laughs> A couple of episodes ago, like you got to graduate. Yeah. I didn't even have to. Debate. <laughs> wow. All right. Before we go t- too far. Oh, Sarah's sister's name is Kate. <gasps> Our Kate. She's my favorite. <laughs> uh, then you got a, a review for us. Somebody's left because uh, if you leave a review, we'll read it on the show. Hopefully it's great. And you'll help us reach more people with the iTunes algorithm. there, leaving a review. And once we get to 50 five star, five star reviews, we're going to be doing some extra bonus. Uh, like YouTube content. We'll do some videos to go up there for free. As soon as we have those, we'll set it as a date. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. So I have a review from Grayson. Grayson. He's Grayson. been around from the beginning. Friend of the fam. Love this guy. And like, I, I remember like early on in our stuff, Dan would be like excited. He's like, I got another message from Grayson. And then like, as we went, he wasn't saying it as much. And I was like, hey, have you have you heard from Grayson? And he's like, oh, yeah, he messages me like all the time. Still, it's fine. I was like, OK, good. I thought Grayson was mad at us. Anyway, he wrote bad in quotation marks GM. So the bad is in quotes. 
I've been listening to this grim and perilous stream since day one, and I knew right away that I was going to enjoy the adventure, and I wasn't wrong. Behind the scenes, I talk with Dan the GM frequently. He's a great guy, receptive to my, quote, rules lawyering, and unlike the slanderous moniker of bad GM given to him by his players, Dan is in fact a great GM. He is honest and fair in his rulings, be they by the book or flying by the seat of his pants. We all know they wouldn't call him bad GM if they didn't both fear and love him. The players themselves <laughs> have a lot of fun, and it's clear that they are all great friends. They have ample chemistry and do a fantastic job of role-playing. If you're looking for a Warhammer podcast that feels like you're at the table and having a blast with your friends, this is the one. Praise Sigmar! So Thanks, I, Grayson. I want to know when you started an Apple podcast account in Grayson's name. <laughs> the, yeah, that's a really good review, but I just really want to point something out in the written form. Bad is in quotation, which means it's the only quote from Grayson. All the other things that he wrote weren't <laughs> official quotes. So, I, like, that's that's points against Dan right there. Talk about rules lawyering. He just lawyered the crap out of that one. Yeah, he did. Well, well played, sir. Boom. Sharon Tate lift that gate. You know? <laughs> uh, incredible. Wow. Yes, thank you, Grayson. That was awesome. Uh the best part was he messaged me to let me know that he had placed that review. He said, no, go get your ch liver checked out, dummy. That's really <laughs> funny. Yeah, you got to do that soon. We, I mean, we hit. We, we hit. did. We did reach that goal on we Patreon. Yeah. yeah Patreon.com slash professional casual. We did make that goal. Mm -hmm. And I need to schedule that appointment to, to get that checked out again. See how my liver level liver levels are doing and. Probably get a new ultrasound before we jump right to the biopsy. So thanks, everybody. If you awesome. are the lucky reviewer uh, that, uh, you know, leaves our 50th five star review. You get the result. We'll of that do. Biopsy. Well, we'll do oh. two biopsies and you get the other part of Dan's liver. <laughs> OK, they send All us. Right. Uh, no, no, I want to cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds, right. No, the doctor no, is going to cut, cut it out. Yeah. Dummy. Yeah, I set you up for that one, didn't I? I well, can you do know, it for you, like, bud. You can't do this. Like we have good health insurance. You don't have to biopsy your own liver. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't do that. I got to even watch surgery shows. <laughs> you got what? A hole punch? That's all I need. <laughs> he is a doctor. Mm -hmm. We have one of those things that you like shove into the ground and then squeeze the handle and like splays open to like grab a like the the weeds in your garden um, and like suck them out. So if I just like shove that into you, I you know rope out a piece of liver. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. Pretty soon, that's how it works. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Patreon, we do have a question from a patron on the Discord. From I good really old Pariah. Attention to the Discord today. It wasn't today. It was yesterday. Okay. All right. I had posted in the WFRP spoiler zone. I like Pariah. He quotes Shakespeare. He did. Uh, Pariah, this is actually a question for Danny slash Mina. Oh, okay. Pariah oh, so. said, is Uncle Chet the reason that Mina ran away to a life of adventuring? Mm, okay. So not in the way that you might assume. No, like she didn't leave as a result of like Uncle Chet being Uncle Chet, but she was so like enamored by all of his stories of his life before he came to seize dot that she like knew that there was some kind of like awesome world outside of that little lake town. So when she was finally, you know, her friend was killed and she was like, screw this place, I'm going to go get revenge. She was like, Uncle Chet could do it. So could I. Hmm. So, so kind of yes. Yeah, kind of yes. Inspired by. 
Uncle Chet and all of his misadventures. Inspired by a true Uncle Chet story. Yeah. (laughs) But the true is in quotes. (laughs) Well, thanks for that great question, Brian. Yeah, thank you. I love that stuff. Awesome. Well, let's jump right in. So who died in the night? Because you were like, you guys all go to sleep peacefully. Oh, yeah. You guys wake up in the morning and Lucky is holding a dead duck. (laughs) No! (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm kidding. (laughs) It's not even fair. Not even funny. Don't (laughs) joke. You really look scared there. Yeah, it's some stupid thing. You trying? No. <laughs> you can't do drinks dirty like that. Uh, I believe every everybody to- doesn't need to roll for hit points or anything, right? Because no. you've had a couple safe days in the river. So no, you wake up from a, a pretty pleasant sleep and pretty decent beds. Bruno's itchy. I don't know if anybody is now suffering some sim- from I've from got, symptoms yet. I've got four days. Okay. Still pox. I got three. Yeah. I had on my sheet yesterday zero days until pox. So, oh, you wake day. up coughing and sneezing, <laughs> itchy. If you don't care, take care of that coughing, it could evolve into a wheezing. It's a, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that um, the woman with the potions and whatnot. I think she got you sick. She said this would happen. Yeah, she mm-hmm. wasn't wearing a mask. <laughs> she did say it was going to happen. She knew. Yeah, Carl doesn't actually know about the germ theory of disease, so he doesn't necessarily know that this came from Bruno, but she did say that he would give it to us. Mm. Yes. She has a better idea of how these things work. Perhaps. Probably. Better. Really. Yeah. Night spirits. Mm. Oh, you guys can kind of get your things together in the morning. You can have some nice breakfast. Pretty basic um, sausage, eggs. Yeah. You call it basic, man. This is like heck yes. Yeah. Basic for for an inn, but like versus your rations on the water, probably way better. Yeah. You, there is an option if you want to pay an extra penny, you can have a side of fish with it. Yeah. <laughs> is there like water left over from what they cooked the fish in? Like a like a broth? Fish broth, sure. Yeah. Okay. It's not the same um, I, I, serving lady as last night, but okay. she kind of catches fish on stew? quick. Bouillabaisse? base? Is that fish stew? I Dagna th- will know. He'll tell me. <laughs> yeah, he will. Dagna, help! What's bouillabaisse? base? <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a pretty pleasant morning again. There's not. It's not raucous like the night before. There's not music playing at the piano or anything like that. But it's. Not it doesn't seem dour. Hmm. Okay, uh, friends, I have two stops I need to make. Okay. I need to find um a uh, blacksmith. Hmm. <gasps> okay. To repair my armor. Oh, that's not super exciting. No, and I need to go to the Temple of Sigmar. You may join me, you do not have to. It makes no matter to me. No, I'm fairly pious. I know. Uh, last time we went to a Temple of Sigmar, we ended up overcoming a whole lot of evil. So it seems like a good, great place to be. As Carl is kind of like itching his, under his arms and around his sides with the hand that he didn't use to eat. Is, I, I mean, maybe we can go pick up that uh, that good juice to help with the itching first. 
She did say midday, yes? Yes. Yeah. Oh, and I, I you know, make maybe maybe they're like early risers around here and we can we could get that itching juice. <laughs> <laughs> well, let us see. Let us see if she's open. Um also the the serving girl last night told me that there's kind of like the the fabric district or something. I, I wouldn't mind hmm. stopping over there. Okay. Do you need a new robe? No, no, my robe's fine, but I would like one for Greg's. Oh, matching robes. Mm-hmm. Bruno, perhaps you can get some new fancy pants. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It has been a while since you had fancy pants. Once that you haven't been itching in. Right. For like when the itching's over, assuming that happens yeah. ever. <laughs> I have been itching for quite some time. Uh, basically, this whole boat trip. Right. Practically, yeah. Damn. Oh, it's terrible. Maybe even literally. I forget when you started. It is absolutely horrendous. I think it was when you got to the signal tower and started. You should sure. really probably wash under your fingernails. There's a lot of different colored things under there. Oh, and I'll just like, like dig underneath my fingernails with my teeth and be like, all right. Just and I spit that. that. It's oh. so gross. Oh, Jesus well, it's like, Christ. Did you like stub your toe silently spit or something? Spit it out on the floor. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. That's so nasty. Just use your canine? Yeah. Oh, gross. Just to clean clean my fingernail. Be like, oh, that's good. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> they're, they're, a lot, they're a lot better now. Yeah. That's so icky. It's <laughs> so icky. <laughs> All right. So where do you guys want to head first? Do you want to uh, divide and conquer kind of thing? Get things done well, quicker? We can swing by and see if the apothecary is open. Okay. Carl's who's going to lag behind to get shot by a crossbow? Or, I mean, who's going to scout? <laughs> All right, so you going to head to the apothecary first? <laughs> if they're open, sure. All yeah. right. Yeah, you're open. They're, they're open. You head in. There's like a little ding-a-ling. Little bell. She is rigged up on the door. Uh, and you hear a voice from the back like, just a minute. Okay. Yeah, the, I think I can wait one more minute to get rid of this itching. <laughs> what else does she what's what else is around like the store? Like what what seems to be like the the regular use like this is where you go to get this big barrel of things because people buy this a lot. Other stores around here? No, no, no in, 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 in her store. store. Like what is her um like supplies? Her, yeah, like her go to yeah. like what other goods does she have? Is so the possible? store is really small. It's almost like um it's just one little room straight back where there's a few shelves on either side and you see a bunch of different like jars and wrappings of different herbs and things, different drafts, that kind of stuff. They're labeled only Bruno can read, of course, but um, basic things you see like a basket full of like bars of soap. You see things like that. Nice. Hmm. I'm definitely using those shelves to like scratch my back with. Uh, and then as you guys wait a minute, um, she comes out and she's like, oh, it's you guys. Um, uh, drafts aren't quite ready yet. It takes a bit for them to 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 brew up. But uh, come back. Let's say just after, you know, just afternoon should be good. Let me ask you something. Surgeon to surgeon. Uh, what surgeon? What are like okay. the, the most common things that you like sell? Like what's like the, the regular like every day, like everyone stops in here because they know they need to pick up. Oh, people love to get some. Uh, stuff to help them sleep a bit. A lot of people have trouble sleeping. Oh, what 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 do you use for that? Oh, that's some schlafenkraut. 
Schlafenkraut. Yes. Yeah. How much is that? What does it do? How does it affect you drink? uh, I have it in draft form there. She points to a few bottles on the shelf. So drink it before before bed in half an hour or so helps you go to sleep. How much are they? So it's like brandy, like melatonin. Or brandy. NyQuil. Yeah, with brandy. Lives with brandy. brandy. <laughs> yeah, it, it pretty much just you're going to go to sleep after you take some. But if you having trouble sleeping, as a lot of people do, or, you know, in this crazy world we live in, then some schlaf and crowd is going to help you help you get to sleep quick and keep you asleep for usually about four hours at least. OK. Even those with bad insomnia, this will this will knock you right out. Yeah, I'll take a couple of those. That sounds great. Oh, fantastic. They're uh, 10 shillings a piece. Yeah, uh, okay. I'll take four. Oh, okay, great. That's you guys should come into town more often. That's two gold, right? Yes. 10 shillings. Mm. Oh, God, Lucky's going to start drugging everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, there's something called Gesundheit. Ooh, that sounds fun. Here, wow. Mina, have this energy drink before your watch. It'll be great. It, it might be weird that that was the exact purpose that I was thinking of. <laughs> oh, Gesundheit helps. Uh, you apply it to a festering wound to to make it not festering quicker. Oh, that actually seems super That's helpful. actually really helpful. Yeah, that could be super yeah. helpful. Yeah. Uh, if there was a thing that you had to describe as almost too abundant because it's so readily useful, almost like... Thank gosh that this thing is in such abundance that everyone should have this on hand because mm. they're good doctors. Oh, my most common thing, I got some salwort and sigma foil, spider leaf, terabeth, valerian. All right, that those are like, the most common things we got. What did the first three of those do? Because I won't remember the fourth or fifth. <laughs> Maribeth, did you say? Spider leaf was one of them. Uh, helps to remove additional bleeding conditions in a mm. poultice in its raw form. Somewhat less effective on a successful heal test to apply the bandage of water spider leaf removes a single additional bleeding condition. Uh, so it helps as a coagulant, sounds like. It doesn't seem important. What were the other two? Terabeth was another one. Speared on a wound, a poultice of Terabeth sends the patient into a deep sleep lasting for 24 hours. Oh, a deep sleep. The endurance test made to recover wounds that day is very easy. Wow. Apply to a blade or more though. commonly an arrowhead. Too little of the herb will be introduced to cause the deep sleep for which Terabeth is known. However, those wounded by such a weapon will still find themselves becoming terribly tired and must ch- make a challenging endurance test or suffer one fatigued condition. Single dose of Terabeth can treat one weapon or three arrows or, or bolts. And how much is that? She tells you that in, you know, more uh, not mechanical terms. Right. Terabeth. Oh, Terabeth. Cost 10 <laughs> silver. Uh, dose. Silver. Okay. We'll yeah, take, these things aren't cheap. We'll take two terabaths. Terabaths, come kiss my boobos. I'll rub my feet, terabaths. <laughs> uh, so if you haven't listened to Settling the Southlands yet, you're getting a little taste oh of uh, Tim's character, Gertie, who's quite the... Uh, his, uh, spoiled the, little boy. Yeah, spoiled little boy dwarf. With a sister named Mary Beth. And what was the other one you said? Number three. I think it was the first one you listed. Uh, there was Valerian. The first two I listed are in a different book. I oh, can gotcha. find it in a minute. But Valerian, uh, let's see. A cup of Valerian tea restores one wound to the drinker. 
The dose may be repeated once per day, but valerian has no effect on critical wounds. Eh, sounds oh, dumb. All right, I'm tea. good. Oh. I've spent way too much oh. here. <laughs> How much is that? The the wound tea? Yeah. Valerian costs uh five silver. Okay. I'll take a couple of those. Okay. Um, how much for just your run-of-the-mill uh, healing draught? Healing draught is 10 silver. Can I get that for any less? Oh, haggles. That's haggles. You guys are so bad about remembering levels. that. Three levels of success. I rolled a seven. Oh, I rolled a bunch of failures. So, yeah, she, she'll uh, knock it down to, we'll say, eight silver. Eight. So Special spouse. Especially if, if you want to, because she passed the test. She passed a roll. <laughs> I rolled a 90-something, so... Uh, do you want to get more than one? Yes. How many can I get for a gold? Do the math for me. That's Two. Best um, she'll let you get three. Three. Cool. Which will be about just under seven of uh, seven. So no. Yes. Just under seven silver a piece. OK. So I bought three total and that was one gold. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Because I rolled like four degrees, four negative success levels. So I'm OK with her. Doing a pretty good deal for you. Does she have like other common items? Like, um, I don't know, like, uh, let's see, digestive tonics. Yeah, of course. Um, okay. Yeah, she definitely has those. All right. So I might buy some of the more common stuff. Okay. Um, just to have on hand because I know we're going to need it where we're going. Yeah, that was certainly not a bad idea. Right. Digestive tonics are nice. They help you recover from stomach ailments such as galloping trucks and bloody flux. They give you a healthy plus 20 bonus to those tests. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And they're not, but they're three silver a, a dose. Mm hmm. And what else would you have? Like, uh, would you have scarce things or rare things? Uh, well, I had to roll for each thing to see if mm. you would have it or not. She have black market things. <laughs> so um, she's in a city, so there's a 90% chance she'll have something labeled scarce. Mm hmm. Hell yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Um, awesome. You guys are lucky I rolled see. for the speckled rust wart because it is rare and mm. she did have it in stock. Cool. But that's why I made it only a few. Yeah, I don't know. Like uh they have saw wart, uh, which would get rid of stun conditions, or a vitality drought, which would um get rid of fatigue conditions. Um Yeah, vitality drafts are nice. Okay. Uh I could pick up a couple of those. Vitality drafts are 18 silver apiece. Okay. They're pretty expansive. What's right. 90% chance? She has it. Got it. All right. <laughs> cool. Anything else you guys want to do here? Or are you going to come back afternoon? Probably come back. Yeah. Definitely I would like to pick up a couple back. bars of soap. And buy some soap? Yeah. Okay. She's got a couple different kinds. Um, they have different things in them to help them smell nice. But you, there any, you can get just basic soap that's just like lard for a penny a bar. Or if you want to get some that have like some rosemary in there, things like that to make it smell better, um, they're they're two penny a bar. Yeah, I'll take three bars of uh, some of that special sauce. Cool. Do they have other scents outside of rosemary? Is there yeah, like a sure. lavender? Uh, yeah, she'd have lavender. That's pretty basic. So yeah, let's take one rosemary, <laughs> one lavender. Remember the pizza place in the town we used to live in had uh they would make soap as well or they had somebody sold their soap in the store too 
I always kind of wanted to get some because it was smelled really good, but we were like super poor at the time and couldn't afford fancy soap. Did it smell like pizza? No. Oh. Shockingly. And then for the third one, oh no, I said three special soaps, right? So we are yeah. gonna we are gonna pick up a regular soap too. Oh, two regular soaps. That's how we'll do it. <laughs> we're trying to do change easy. Yeah, I had exactly six pennies uh, as uh, from breaking that uh, shilling. So. Uh, Lucky one rosemary, one soap. lavender, and two regular old lards. Cool. What are you guys off to next? Uh, the temple? Yes. Let us go to Temple of Sigmar. I got directions from lovely uh, server last night at the Trident. Nice. Yeah, so it's really easy to find. It's the it's clearly uh, a big building, and it is nice looking. Like, mm-hmm. you guys saw uh, that big temple in Bogenhofen, which is a much bigger city than Kemper Bad. And this temple is like on that same level. Oh, wow. It seems like really? there, there's even gilded things on the outside. Um, as you head into the main doors of it, there is a large man standing outside with he's on his back. You can see pretty easily. He has this huge great sword just strapped to his back and he has like big plates of armor. Not like it's not like a molded breastplate, but it's just like a sheet of metal basically hanging in front of him and on his shoulders. And he sees and he's wearing like a skull cap and he just kind of nods at you and he's covered in scars. And he's just like, mm, as you head in on uh, and if you go inside, it looks like a pretty typical Temple of Sigmar, except like ostentatious. There's guild gilding everywhere. Even the pillars have like golden scroll work filigree all over the place. There are paintings on the walls. There's a big stained glass window in the back, um, letting in a bunch of colored light. It's amazing. You see way in the back, there's like this weird glass case with this little tiny thing on the inside. You can't tell what it is from there, but there's a few people milling about inside. Uh, But it's like shocking how nice it is. Like it's it's just like gold, almost overwhelming. This place is nice. Very overwhelming. I think I perhaps should have gone to a place in a smaller town. No, 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 (sighs) no. I'll, I'll put my arm around you and lead you to the front. Uh, like, this is what I'm used to, really. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bruno's a devout Sigma right that remembers he's a Sigma right once in a while. Right. Exactly. When it's, you know, uh, good for him. Right. <laughs> uh, right to the front, uh, right to the deacon or uh, be like, hey. So just past the, the first row of pews as you go to the, the, the front, you know, the the altar area there's a big offering plate ah it's gold of course throwing in a couple of silver for me oh i Uh, will contribute a gold piece carl gotta one-up me there huh Uh, you're on business man are there temples like this to manan i you know like actually i should dan Hmm? Uh, should I probably do some kind of like a lore check? Because well, I don't, as a player, I don't know if there are temples to Manan. What do you think would be appropriate for that that Carl has access to? Um, ooh, no, because I don't have any training in Lord Reichland. Uh, yeah, I don't say, think I have how about anything. a sale check. I know that seems okay. odd, but like, I feel like that applies to just about anything with to do with like the sea and water and whatnot. All right, let's do it. Um, and I do make it by one. 
All right, so you know that, especially in port cities, there are temples to Manan, but no cult has the the influence and power and, and wallet of the, the cult of Sigmar. So none of them are ever this crazy. They're usually pretty simple, made out of wood, um, but there are there are temples of Manan, but they're never this big. Okay. Yeah, I, there is some, some smaller temples to Manan. It's pretty, pretty low-key and port towns but you know they don't get to be this fancy because most people are you know throwing their offering into the river instead of into a fancy bowl so they can't you know they don't get built up that much that that makes a lot of sense it's like the river itself is a temple to Manan. you know he doesn't need to construct anything by himself he he i get it i get it all right well yeah so you see uh there's a couple of you assume are different priests mm-hmm. up above, like there'd be that kind of railing that separates the pew area to like the altar area, which okay. is where, you know, it, it kind of shows that you need to be a member of the church to go past that kind gotcha. of thing. Is it like um, like taboo or whatever for me to approach the priests as they're doing their work at the altar? No, they're not in like in the middle of a service or okay. anything. All right. So I'm, I'm going up. OK. Um, excuse me, sir. Uh, so a surprisingly tall and like not heavy set, but like broad of shoulder, kind of a just a big dude. Uh, he's got a graying beard. His hair is graying and he's got kind of like male pattern baldness going where most of the top of his head is pretty um, bare. And he just turns to you and he says, oh, how can I help you, daughter of Sigmar? Um, hello, my name is Mina Fisher, and I am hoping that someone here could help give me Sigmar's guidance with my life. Oh, well, luckily for you, that is what my calling here. I am Father Marcus, and what what is it that you would need help with? Wonderful. Hello, Father Marcus. Let me write this down in my notes. <laughs> you can't read, right? <laughs> okay, so um, I am from a small town. And uh, it's called Seasdot. And in that town, we were attacked by beastmen and good friend of oh, mine was killed. Horrible creatures of chaos. They are terrible. And so I swore revenge on them and I decided um, I should become a soldier so I could fight oh. uh, the beastmen. And then through a incredible turn of events, I ended up in uh, Bogenhafen with oh. uh, my friends here and we had to fight demons and cultists and it was Goodness. horrible and giant pit open in the floor and I come out and was the worst most horrifying thing we have ever seen and I Goodness, think must be the grace of Sigmar you survived funny you should say that we visited Sigmar temple beforehand and I honestly believe that is why no one was killed but perfect you're very good yes Truly, we received Sigmar's blessing on that quest Sigmar and protects and so I am thinking perhaps I am not meant to be a soldier in army, you know, small fish ugh, in the, the larger sea. But perhaps I am meant to, like, target these demons. I had no idea that there were people who would summon these things to come out the floor and ruin an entire beautiful city full of wonderful people. And who could do such thing? So uh, can you tell me a little more about facing these demons? 
Yes, they were terrible, look like child, look like me, look like other people shifting the ships, but with the eyes that were not mine and uh, do bad things. And then people think we did bad things and and they were um, pink. Pink. Yes, it was a pink poof. They would just poof and they slip a ring in my pocket. Sneaky demon boy. That's odd. Okay. So sneaky. So what what was it that you did in these instances where you were faced with literal demons? I fought them with my sword. Did you slay any demons? Yes. I was almost afraid at first. And then my friend who is a big, tall, like broom, uh, he did not leave and he was like giving us silent words of encouragement that no one could hear so I went back in there and I said if Lucky can stay in there then so can I and so I went in and sees that shish kebab that demon in a circle so you've slain demons yes with the help of my friends but really it was mostly me well first of all I must thank you for your service to the emperor it was the least the I empire. could do I think I might have somebody you should talk to okay Come with, come with me. Okay. And he heads to a, a door um, that's in this raised area. Okay. Kind of ushers you through. Okay. Mina's super nervous about this, so she's like <laughs> moving her shoulders all weird. Twitching a talks. bit. Yep. Her wordy jitters are <laughs> coming up. So he takes you to like, a, like his, you can tell it's like his office. Okay. A back uh, little room here with a desk and a couple chairs. And he said, just wait here a moment, please. Okay. Um, and he shuts the door. And sit down leaves. in a chair, I assume. I yeah. like rub my palms on the chair to like dry them off because my hands are all sweaty. <laughs> um, so while Mina is in the back room, what does what does everybody else do? Did everybody else go in the temple? I know Bruno did for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I assume me and Carl did. Maybe not. Uh, yeah. I mean, like Carl's not in a real hurry to get into sit. You know, he's got he's got other godly priorities, but he's not disrespectful about Sigmar. Right. Oh, so you, so you guys just gonna kind of wait. You're going to sit in the pews or anything? Well, I assume that uh, there's like um, cathedral-like ceilings. Yes. In this. And those cathedral-like ceilings would be supported by pillars. Yeah. And those pillars would be great back-scratching posts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, but so you see this priest take Mina through a doorway and, and disappears. Hi, Mina. She's dead. <laughs> Maybe you'll put me into a jail cell. Yeah. And then I can leave it and come back. <laughs> Listen, anytime I've been in a place that was pretty comfortable and I pull out, try to go right back in there. And that's what how you, you have two kids. What you do when you're hung. <laughs> Gross. Wow. Uh, but when after Bruno goes up there and donates, I'll donate a little bit. A couple shillings. Okay. Maybe a few. Very nice. As long as you're marking on your character sheet. Fine. <laughs> Called it. Uh, so after just a couple minutes, Mina, you're waiting in there nervous. You The door opens up again. And before the door opens, you hear like a booted feet, but not like heavy boots, but like a kum And the door opens up and you see a figure from like legend of the Empire. Something everybody recognizes. He's a tall man in a black, long black coat. 
Oh my god, is it Van Helsing? He he looks <laughs> he actually looks Yo. exactly like Van Helsing, like uh Hugh Jackman's Van Helsing, yes. Uh-huh. Where he's got like the almost like shoulder pads built into the coat. He's wearing a tall a br- wide-brimmed hat with a tall that is a tall hat also. Yeah. I don't know how to describe it. I understand otherwise. what you're saying, yeah. Um on the hat where there's usually like it looks like a belt, on the front of it is a little silver hammer pendant. And the priest walks in behind him. You notice the priest is wearing a necklace with that same silver hammer pendant. And this man, you immediately recognize as a witch hunter. Everybody knows what witch hunters look like because they're known to to be terrifying individuals. And you see uh, on on his belt under his coat, he has a brace of pistols. And you can see next to that is a sword that's really fancy looking on the other side of his belt. He's got a dagger. You can see like there's like almost like a bandolier across his chest that has a couple throwing daggers and uh, he's he just looks decked out and he looks like a veteran, like he knows what he's doing. He's got a bit of a beard grown out more in as like a goatee in the middle. Um, and even in here, he's wearing the hat low. So like half his face is in shadow, even though it's pretty well lit area. Um, and he kind of clomps in with his like um, it's almost like cowboy boots, practically, but it's, it's all black. All of his clothes are black. Um, and he steps in and Father Marcus says, this uh, young Fraulein seems to um, have certain inclinations. I think that you would be interested, Brother Herman. Herman says, thank you. He nods and then the priest nods and the priest leaves and shuts the door. And the witch hunter just kind of stands over for you for a minute. And he crosses his arms and he's like, so why are you here? Okay, so my name is Mina Fisher, and I'm from Sista. I feel like lucky. Can I just hand wave the story again? So you just say the same thing you said to the priest? Pretty much verbatim. Very uh, quickly, run on sentence, no pauses for breath. <laughs> and then I killed a demon. Very good. I think I might have some use for you. Okay. But I need to test you a little bit first. Okay, I cannot uh, read and write, so I don't know what can- is verbal test. We'll say it's more of a test of character. Okay. Tonight, two hours after the sun sets, there's a glade to the east outside of town. He tells you uh, a particular Location. He tells you to head straight east from that. It'll take you about 20 minutes to get there. Come alone. And we'll have a test. Should I, um, should I bring sword? Or do not. He kind of looks you up and down. He's like, come as you are. Yes. Okay. I understand you have some friends in the temple currently. Yes, we are um, traveling. We have both. We are um, you know, traveling on another mission because this the cult in Bogenhafen we think is connected to something from Nolan. We have letter but that I cannot read, but Bruno can read it. And it said, go to this. It's from another person to someone connected to the cult. And it said, go to this well, place. Uh, slow. You do not need to be afraid of me. Okay. You take a deep breath. You're fine. You are in pursuit of a cultist. Yes, we think is connected. Yes. Tell me more about this. 
So we get to say Mina can explain that situation where you knew, you know, you found out it was Tugan. Yeah. Okay. It was in okay. league with I the demon. Okay. And then you found, you got this letter that you know, is, he, he, who would have the letter? This probably Bruno, right? I would assume Bruno or it's like on the boat. I would like to see this letter. Okay. Bruno is here. He's devout Sigmarite. Wonderful. Just, can you describe this Bruno to me, please? He is five feet tall and like five and a half feet round. No. He's retaining water from um, disease. I think I'll be able to find him. Just yes. a moment, please. Thank and he you. leaves the room. And then in the like sanctuary, you guys are just kind of hanging out in there. I assume sitting in one of the pews, probably near the front, waiting for Mina. And you see this figure step out from where Mina went behind this door. And this witch hunter comes out. Bruno? You're just scratching oh. your back on the canister <laughs> like blue. I want to say, like... <clears throat> Uh, can we can we each describe what we are doing at this time? Yes, it would be a good uh, character moment for sure. Um, so, yeah, as the witch hunter comes out, yeah, Bruno is definitely scratching himself hard on one of the main pillars of this temple. I'm um, just trying to get at that one itch that he really couldn't get um, for the whole morning. Uh, really getting in there deep. <laughs> So what is Lucky doing? Uh, so being back in a Temple of Sigmar, he's thinking about gods and all the questions he asked about gods previously. Bruno also having just cleaned his fingernails on his teeth. Lucky is trying to clean his fingernails with a dagger like Franz, because that might actually be part of worshipping Renault. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I like that a lot. C Carl. That makes sense. <laughs> you got me with that one. <laughs> I, I I think in this time, Carl probably would have uh, filed outside to make small talk with the uh, the guard out there to kind of find out if he's like, you know, working on a contract or if he's like <laughs> a big Sigmar guy or, you know, if a lot of people are, you know, making trouble at the church or if this is a pretty easy gig. Uh, OK, so what do you say to this guy to start this conversation? He's taller than you, by the way. Whoa. OK. Oh, that's a that's a big man. Yes. <laughs> is, hey, it's uh, you've been uh, is you've been doing this kind of thing for a while? Is pretty pr pretty neat gig hanging out outside a temple. Uh, he slowly turns to you, and he just has this like seems like he has a perpetual frown. He's just like, yeah, it's not too bad. Yeah, I, I used to work down at the docks back at uh, Altor for a long time. It's, you know, a good job for a big guy. But this this seems like a lot better. Is this you get you get paid good for this or are you like a, a big Sigmar guy? Oh, bit of both. Yeah, here. Kind of temporarily. Oh, you, you uh. You like uh, between other gigs or you going uh, you going somewhere? No, I just kind of go where the boss says, but this place is real fancy. So they like to have somebody out front to, you know, keep it safe. You mean you mean like you mean like the big boss, like the and Carl does like a little prayer hands, <laughs> like if it's, you know, he's listening to God. Oh, no, not no. I just, um, you know, what Herman tells me. We travel together. And you haven't seen the other people, but you notice at this point that he has um, like a really short uh, necklace 
So just before it would go under his armor, he has a, a golden hammer or a silver hammer pendant. It's a uh, what's this uh, this necklace you've got all about? Is this is it like a Sigmar thing? I, I'm I'm real big into Manan and, you know, we, we like ores and a lot of stuff like that. Uh, yeah, the, the you know, the hammer of Sigmar and all that. I'm not. I mean, he's a, he's a good guy, and I really appreciate what Sigmar did, but, you know, Manan's cool, too. Hey, I'd, I'd like to hear that. You know, it's uh, good uh, good to have nice interfaith relations. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you might want to step aside here. Carl's back. Oh. What? <laughs> Me? What? Oh, is your name Carl? I, I'm... Yeah, I'm Carl with a C, though. It's a lot of people get confused with that. Oh, I don't know how he spells it, but you might want to watch out because he's not going to watch out for you. And if, oh. you, if do you look around. Yeah. Uh, so if you look, you see this guy coming down the street and he is a weirdo. He's wearing like rags that are all nasty, torn covered in whatever his hair is just all over the place he's got a big unkept beard there's stuff in it and he's wearing like a wooden sign on his on his chest that's just like rope little rope wrapped around his neck not wrapped around his neck but looped over his neck to hold this little sign in place that's just kind of bouncing as he's walking like so you see this guy like speed walking towards you and you see in his hand he has like a flail but not like metal it's just like uh two big pieces of wood with a short chain between them and as he's walking he's smacking himself on the back with it and he's saying sigmar protect us the end is nigh and he's like and the the guy at the door just kind of like moves his head like get out of the way yeah carl's gonna follow this guy's cue (laughs) so you step out of the way and this other carl just kind of keeps doing that as he comes up to the temple and just marches right in without even looking at you and he's just yelling things like that so, so does he need like Sigmar to protect us from like hitting ourselves on the back or something I don't understand this guy oh yeah he's uh, one of them what do you call them flagellants where he thinks he's gotta flagellate himself hit himself all the time because uh everybody's bad and if you don't do that you know Sigmar's not gonna help you if you don't help yourself or, or some nonsense we call him crazy Carl but, you know, I don't know you. You might be crazy, too, but not like that, obviously. But uh, he's not a bad guy. He's just crazy. Well, the, you know, my my friend Bruno does some bad stuff. So maybe if there's somebody out there making it up for it, making up for it, you know, maybe that all balances out. <laughs> eh, maybe. Twice. Uh, so back inside before Carl, crazy Carl makes his entrance. Uh, Bruno and Lucky see this witch hunter step out from the back door. Oh, that's good. Uh, Spot. And again, you guys would recognize this figure because they're just like ubiquitous across the empire. Everybody's heard of witch hunters. Everybody knows about witch hunters. Um, He comes out and he's like, he goes, Bruno. Yes, sir. Come here. Okay. He looks at Lucky and he like speed walks over to you and you see like his hand move towards one of his pistols. And he comes right up. To, are you sitting in the pew? Yep. He comes right up to you and stands over and he goes, do you have papers? Uh, yes. Yes, I, yes, I do. He loosens the pistol on his belt a little bit. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> Jerry Crumpet at your service, sir. He takes your, your license and he looks it over 
And at this point, with the more light in the, the chapel here, you notice he has this big, weird scar coming from his right eye, like from the, the outside edge of his eye all the way back to his ear. And it just and there's like there's not hair growing from that spot at all. Uh, and you just see this. It's nasty. There's like veins through it. It's this nasty looking scar. And he looks over your papers and you can see that eye moves just slightly slower than the other one. And he looks at he looks at you and he's just like, mm. uh, so I, I, I'm sorry. Full name's Geraldine. Uh, Jerry for short. Hey, uh, Mr. Witch Hunter. Uh, I didn't get your name. You know mine. Herman. 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 Things seem to be in order here, uh, Geraldine. Why don't you come back with me as well? Talking with your friend Mina. You look like skinny like Broom. I think she mentioned. Let's go. Yeah, you're part of the team, Jerry. I should probably go get Carl, right? I do oh, believe. Yeah. He's the last of our Carl. Team. How do you know Carl? And then at that moment, the flagellant comes in the church and he's just like, the end is nigh. And Herman's like, oh, Carl, shut up. No, oh, there's Carl. <laughs> <laughs> how do you know? How do you know Carl? Uh, this is not the Carl that I was referring to, sir. That makes a lot of sense. There's a lot of Carl's and he calls out Carl. Carl. Carl with a C, you hear you hear a different voice call out your name. Yeah, Carl's gonna <laughs> stick his head in the door. Is everything all right in there with that shouting guy? Uh, so you you look in and you see a witch hunter. Again, you'd recognize this person. And he like kind of points at you real quick and like motions like, come here. Yeah, okay. Oh, I was confused. There's two Carl's. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a little confusing. Kind of on purpose. As, as Carl kind of walks up here, you know, he just looks over to Bruno. And he's like, usually a pretty good idea to follow orders from a guy with a hat this fancy. Or a gun this big. Agreed. Geraldine. Uh, yes? Where'd you get that staff? Uh, uh, from a tower that, like, the dwarves are building. We found it in the bottom of a tower of Sigmar. Tower Sigmar, where? On the river. I I don't know if it's a Sigmar tower. They've got a lot of kind of freaky zombies in there. I, zombies? We killed, yeah, we we killed those zombies. It's they're all right, all right, really let, gross and come with me. Let's we need we need to talk. Are we being detained, officer? <laughs> let's say yes. Okay. Just come with me. I spoke with Mina briefly. When, Sounds like there's a lot more to talk about. Like he gets super nervous when she says that. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever she said, it's not true. So he ushers you back into that the, that office room. Um, there's only one other chair. So and when everybody comes in, Mina's just rubbing her hands on like the legs of her pants, like the knees of her pants, trying to dry her hands off because she's so nervous. Oh. And you heard, you could hear, like you heard him call out Carl, and you heard somebody yelling, "The end is nigh," and stuff like that. Uh, everybody files in, and the room is like full of people now. Like there's almost no room in here at this point. Carl or Herman actually goes behind the desk and sits at Father Marcus's desk. And he kind of leans back and he was and he's like, what is it that you're all doing? We just came here to donate, man. Like, I don't know. Does Mina wanted to come here? Mina has told me about your, we'll say adventures, for lack of a better term, in Bogenhofen. 
Oh, Bogan yeah. yes. and and now there are yeah. undead involved as well. The you you found these zombies. What happened with these zombies? I don't think they're related. Well, I mean, you know, they're maybe before they were dead, they were like brothers and sisters. They could have been related. What happened when you encountered these zombies? We killed them. Yeah, they're pretty terrifying. Like they'll try and come and get you. You've got to you got to defend yourself. Indeed. So we were coming uh, to here to Kemperbed and um, on our way, there were dwarves on like the side of the river and they were like, help me, help me. Oh, they're very scary things here. So we go and they offer they offer us too much money to get on our boat for us to take them away. And then we find out that everyone thinks that this uh, signal tower that the dwarves are building. Oh, um, signal tower. They thought was haunted because so many of them were going missing. And so we agreed to help them solve this mystery. And we find out it's uh, like zombies and a ghoul. Um, a ghoul. And a ghoul. And a <laughs> And it was very scary. Um, and there was a secret underneath the tower um, with special keys that would unlock the door, but not with a key lock hole. Okay. Um, and so we need to find another key for that. But that is another story. But just we, we kill them all. We, in the name of Sigmar. You destroyed these abominations. Yes. With fire. Even better. Yes. Well, I'm liking what I'm hearing so far. So, Mina, I have one question for you. Yes. Why is it that you seem to have this drive to destroy these unclean things, these demons and undead, and yet you'll travel with a wizard? Well, uh... Uh, A doctor by profession, really. The the wizard's like a secondary thing. Yes, uh, it is um, by coincidence that we all end up together. It was not a planned thing. We were just happened to be uh, in the same coach that crashed because of Bruno. And um, mm, so I can see that we all uh, travel together and it just happened to be that way. You know, sometimes in life you um, you do not always choose who who you are uh, associated with is part of life. Mm, fair. I did meet Jurgen and Carl and others under strange circumstances as well. Tell me, I, I called you all in here because I want to hear more about what it is you are currently doing. Mina said something about finding another cultist in in Grissenwald. She said something about a letter. She said Bruno might have this letter. Here, Bruno, do you have this letter? I search all my pockets and produce a slightly Duck. damp um, oh, letter. God. Smelly letter. <gasps> yep. Very good, very good. He takes it and he reads it over quick and at this point you all notice that scar on the side of his face and as he's reading over the letter you see how his right eye moves just slightly behind the left and he reads it over and he says well, I'm very glad you're investigating this further. I think tomorrow you should head with all haste to this Grissenwald and see what's happening with this Itelka Hertzen. If you wouldn't mind, I'd like to keep this letter until tomorrow. I'd like to make a copy of it. That is okay. Sure. If the church would like to also send uh, an emissary up to uh, Bogenhofen to see if there's any like other um, residuals of the uh, cult up there, you know, that'd be good. Too. I could dispatch someone to Bogenhofen. Sure. Yeah. 
Like he's like pantomiming. No, don't do that. No, <laughs> they're all mutated. No, yep. no, they're going to talk to the watch there. Oh. They're going to cooperate stories about me. That's not a good idea. <laughs> oh, too bad he said it. Oh, no. <laughs> but your name was Lucky. Though. Yeah, it was. Right. Just don't say that word ever. <laughs> I guess it's a good thing you changed your name officially. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's he's just kind of like nodding and like. Yes, I will will make a copy of this. I'll probably have Father Marcus do that for me. His penmanship is better than mine, but this seems as you are doing Sigmar's work, even if one of you is tainted in that way. Um. (laughs) Mina. Yes. Father Marcus also mentioned something about a demon ring. Could I see this? Mm, Yes. And I reach it in my pocket and I hand it over. Oh, that's strange. It's very heavy. Hmm. Do you know what this ring does? No, I put it on and did not seem to do anything. Um. In the future, I would not recommend wearing jewelry. You were gifted by a demon, but well, I would this does seem strange. I would like gift. to. Can I borrow this as well oh, overnight? Of course you can. Yes, I have no like idea. Like to study this, Father Marcus might be able to do some prayers over it and discern more about it. Mm. Strange artifact. Herman, uh, what? Would you know of any um, of things uh, in the Grissenwald? Like what? It's south of here on the Reich. It'll be a sailing it would take four or five days. Mm. Uh, do you know of anything, you know, strange goings on down there? Anything that we should be watch out for? Watching out for? Uh, I have heard something about the dwarves there, but nothing... Nothing that has needed my attention until I've heard about this possible cultist. Mm. Sounds like a sorcerer of some kind. Yeah. Okay. But seems as you are experienced in this in these matters, and I would love for you to um, explain to me how this goes, Mina. Assuming you all survive. Mm. Why wouldn't <clears throat> we survive? We have made it so far. Well, Although it's been a little bit close sometimes, you know, maybe some, maybe we could get a little bit of help that, you know, demon, demons are, are pretty scary. Well, let us hope there's none of those involved that at this time I cannot, um, send anybody with you, but, uh, I do have, um, some requests of, of Mina here. So at this time, unless you have any questions for me, I, I feel... Our time has been well spent. Um, I, I don't. I don't know if you have like a thing that you like write down for this type of thing or 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 whatnot. But like, just just you know, for the record, mm. uh, and I'm sure Mina and the others can cooperate. This I, I've been um, uh, redoubling my efforts to focus on uh, medicine and. Um, you practice medicine, but are also a death wizard. It seems a bit at odds. Well, like I, I don't know how to how to how to repent at a level that would get rid of the taint that makes the the death magic happen. So I'm trying to help people, and that's my primary focus. I'm not training any further to be more death wizard. Uh, I'm, I mean, you could almost cross that part like off off a list. Well, he hasn't killed any birds recently. Uh, you've yeah. never seen me yeah, he, bird. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's definitely like tried to help more people with medicine than steal ducks. 
kill so rats. I think it's pretty good on balance. Steel yes. ducks, like the one in your hands? Uh, yes. I didn't steal this duck. No one can steal a duck, really. I mean, they're, mm. they're autonomous. Uh-oh. Well, I'm your papers saying- are in order. There's nothing I can do legally to you, but... Mina? Yes. Hope to see you later. Mm. The rest of you, good luck with your dealings in Grisenwald, and I do hope you survive. I do have one additional question. Yes. Is there a particular um, blacksmith you would recommend? I need my armor uh, repaired here. Would you suggest anyone I go to for that? Yes. He'll give you the name of a place and directions. They always do find work. Tell them that Herman Kohlberg sent you, and he should give you a deal. Thank you so much. Oh, no. Ask him why his eye does that. No. You're both Sigmar people. It's fine. It's cool. You can't ask people that. Why? Because it's rude. And there's no more mutants, right? Well, he's clearly he's a mutant. Definitely not a mutant. Right. No one here would be that. So, like, obviously, you can just No one here is a mutant. I I completely agree. I don't think... I don't think that this room is big enough for you to be able to whisper without him (laughs) hearing you. Okay, friends, let us go on our way. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Kohlberg. We will be in touch. Very good. Ex-wizard lucky. Fuck! (laughs) (laughs) Lucky Jerry Crumpet, as we like to say. Yeah, lucky enough to be trained in a different profession. Doctor says goodbye to you, ex-wizard. Ex-wizard, no longer one of those. Ba-boom! Goodbye. John's moonwalk away. So you guys head out? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Mina, you got a time and place. I do. All right. Uh, what else did... Oh, so you want to head to that blacksmith? Yes. Like, did anybody else have other places to, they wanted to go? You want to go to that fabric place, right? Yes. Um, we'll say that those types of places, those crafting places are pretty near each other. Okay. You guys yeah. could probably do those at the same time, more or less. Cool. Um, but if you drop the name... He'll take your mail shirt and he can fix it up for you for just 10 silver. All right. And he'll have it ready tomorrow. I can't do math. Why you got to do this? All right. Half a gold. Half a gold. <laughs> okay. So and the fabric shop, not, not far away at all. You can find a place that sells different fabrics. What are you looking for? I'm looking for something for the duck, like just a little like shawl. Okay. Um, And then... Maybe they can take this wizard robe thing that I'm wearing and turn it into something that's not wizard looking in any way, shape or form. OK. It makes it look more like uh, a pocket carries. Wizard cloak. So you just want to turn it into like a tunic and breeches? Yes, that'd be thing. great. OK. What do you have to wear besides that robe you've been wearing? Do they have like a loner? I mean, you could. Got a shirt and pants on. Yeah. Well, not necessarily. Oh, he's wearing a robe. Like, I don't wear a, anything underneath my bathrobe that I'm wearing now. So. <laughs> this is JB talking, right? Not Bruno? Right. I wasn't sure if Bruno was also wearing a bathrobe. <laughs> no, he's not. He's he's wearing his too small hat and his warm <laughs> coat and gloves. They can sell you a tunic and breeches, but. Sure. How much? For for a, a tunic and, and breeches together would be six silver. Okay, great. Sounds great. Uh, and again, they can they they they'll measure you a little bit. They have things like mostly ready to go. They'll just tailor it slightly to fit you, especially because uh-huh. you're kind of tall and skinny. I'm not so, tall. I'm only five eleven. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> 
So they'll, they'll take your measurements real quick. They'll measure your duck. They'll they will humor you with that. What you just want, like a shawl for the duck, you said? Yeah, something super specific that would not look like it was a duck that belonged to a wizard. <laughs> OK, so the, <laughs> what they will include that in what they're going to like tailor for you. They'll have like a strip of that for the duck. So it'll match. Great. Cool. And again, that'll be ready tomorrow. Tomorrow. Same okay. as the armor. All right. Uh, anything else you guys want to do today? While we're in the merchant district, Carl, you know, being inspired by seeing the religious uh, insignia necklace for Sigmar is going to see if he can uh, find like an engraved ore that uh, has an albatross on it, since that's a symbol of Manan. Oh, I love it. Yeah, let's see. Like this a whole ore? Like yeah, no. Ore? Yeah, just a normal ore, but like on the paddle part, has got a big albatross on it. Okay. Let me so let me roll for them. Let me see if that's something you could find in this town. This is a port town for sure. On the Reich, huge river. Manan would probably be pretty well respected here. We're not like deep in the wilderness. Uh, I'm gonna give a pretty good chance that you can find this. Yeah, yeah, I rolled a 31 for sure. You can definitely find this. Uh We'll say it's just it's got this like engraved albatross on the, the paddle part of the oar. It's probably like six feet long. A pretty Great. big oar. And we'll say it'll cost you um we'll say a gold because of the the artwork on it. All right. Well, Carl's definitely not gonna haggle over a religious <laughs> object. Fair. So I'm just going to pay that straight up gold. And nice. Carl's, yeah, Carl's just going to have a little bit, you know, he's still itchy, but he's got a bit of a spring in his step carrying around this big ore now. <laughs> I love Imagine, this image. Like, over his shoulder. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, he's basically like embodying his inner cloud from Final Fantasy VII, but it's a big <laughs> ore. Yeah. And the albatross is on both sides of the paddle. Hell yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um. Could I buy a Sigmar necklace? <laughs> yeah. Okay, great. I will haggle. Okay. 85. Okay, so you can find a necklace with like a bronze hammer that's really similar to what you saw on the guys at the temple, but it's not silver. It just looks like a poor person version of it? Yeah, pretty oh, much. Oh, there could not be anything more perfect. How much was it? Uh, five silver. Okay. Or no, no. We'll say we'll say one and a half silver. Oh, beautiful. So it's going to turn your neck green. <laughs> ooh, the ooh. chain is that same brass bronze color. Okay, great. I put that on. <laughs> I love how scared I have Tim slash Lucky. So, Mary. So, what, yes. was, what was the deal with that guy? Um, so I am having um personal uh, crisis of identity and career. Yeah, yeah, we all do. You change your name, it's fine. You just move on. What do you want to be called now? You become a coachman. Yeah. No, no, I want to um, find out more about uh, fighting the, the demons and the cultists like we did in Bogenhofen. Why would you want to fight more demons and cultists? Because yeah, wasn't that not dangerous horrible. enough already? Did you see that eye open up in the floor? You want to do that every day? Yes, I do. You want to start smashing yourself on the back like Carl? No. When did Carl, Carl it, bought an ore? He's not smashing self. Not yet. <laughs> it, it's, you know, Mina, if you're if you want to get into like 
killing some more big demons, maybe you get a a bigger sword and you can put more more stickers on it. I did like a big sword on that big guy in front of the temple. It was very oh, so many stickers he, on that. Maybe it's kind of did. rude of you to be going after Sigma right now when you've been provided a boat. Maybe Manan's probably the place you should be. Well, no, I can. Um, yes, I can. Uh, you know, honor Manan in our travels. I was just. It seemed like a logical thing. I did not know what to do. I went to speak with the the father, Marcus. I did not know he would bring in Tall Hat Man. I had no idea that that would happen. I've never seen Witch Hunter in real life. It was very exciting. He's probably faking it. It's probably a fake thing. Do you see his eye twitching around? It seems like mutant stuff. I know that those guys are like supposed to be gone or whatever, but have you ever seen the eye just do that? He's very handsome. I, I think you should be really... <laughs> aroused. Really careful. <laughs> about listening to that guy talking. I, like, I would ignore most of the stuff he said if he tries, you know, I just... No, be, lucky. Be careful. He gives you, you know, a hard time about magic. I do not care about your magic. Your magic has helped us many times. Right, but so just... I respect you in that way. It just... You... Did you tell him I was a wizard? No. No, I did not mention it at all. I said you were tall like broom. You and didn't I said, tell him I was a wizard? No, I did not. And I said how when we were fighting the demon, I was scared and run away, but you were so brave and giving us words of encouragement. And so I went back in and that was how I fought that pink demon. How did he know I was a wizard? It's probably because you are wearing wizard clothes. How did he know you were a wizard? You maybe because maybe she said you were like a, like a broom. Maybe he was thinking about a witch riding around on a broom and it put the idea in his head and... And then you were freaking out. So I, you know, like. Right. Well, obviously, because his eye was twitching all over the place. There's nothing else to freak out about. But you have your papers, so you are fine. Right. He said he checked your papers and everything was in order. So very legitimately. So we've established that that that's a great thing. So, yes. Yeah. Let's just not tell people that I'm a death wizard. You know what I mean? Because people are really scared of death and stuff. Well, yes. Death is a scary thing. Right. Maybe you. It makes you people uneasy. Tell people you're a duck wizard. <laughs> or like a, a lock wizard, because most of what you do, you unlock things. Yeah, once again, probably situation. leave just all that stuff out of our memories completely. But okay. Y- you are carrying a familiar. <laughs> you are carrying your duck around. Just like. <laughs> I don't really want to put ownership on the duck. Ducks are known as a symbol of death in most cultures. Right. <sighs> they. <laughs> <laughs> A deadly duck. (laughs) It was worth it for that look I got from Alex. Just like, what? (laughs) No, it's okay. Look, he told me I I have to, he's going to test me. It's not written, thank God. Ah. Because I told him I cannot read and write. You know, Um, so I have to go uh, tonight for a test and I must go by myself. And we will see what happens. I don't know. I just, I know that the world is not how I thought it was when I was in Seastot. I thought the biggest threat to anybody was Beastmen, and so I was ready to join army and fight Beastmen. But now we find out that there are high upstanding people in a society, and they are truly the bad ones. And so I need to find out who is bad and who is not bad. And the bad one needs to go. That is all. You want you to meet him alone in the woods? In a a glade. Yeah, that's where I... You usually do your meetings, yeah. Yes. Or, right. or bar. I, I usually do my meetings in a bar. Well, he is testing me, but I do not drink, so cannot be a drinking test. Uh, what if it is a drinking test because you don't drink? Then I will fail. That is who I am. Oh. Plus, 
What bars are out in the glade in the woods? <laughs> the ones that sell bathtub booze. Mm, you don't want to go to those bars. Swampy booze. Just be careful. Yes, of course. You thank can't you. trust this guy. Oh, bring a sword. He told me to come as I am. So okay. I will bring sword. Perhaps he wants to see my uh, sticker collection. Mm. I think he was very impressed with us, though, that we uh, managed to stop huge cult happening in Bogenhofen. I think he was very impressed by that. Okay. You know, speaking of stopping happening, you think that maybe we can find that itchy juice that makes that stop happening? <laughs> I love that segue. All righty. We'll come back episode 59 to see uh, if they can get their stop itchy juice. And what the heck Herman Kohlberg, the witch hunter, wants me in the woods for? I know what I want him to want me in the woods for. Hey-o! I should have known when I said he looked like Hugh Jackman. Uh-huh. Thanks so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this, check out all of our other great stuff over at the network. For example, Dropping Mondays, we've got the Lost Omens podcast, our Pathfinder 2E actual play podcast. Join us as we start off with the Extinction Curse and navigate the world as members of a traveling circus. Also on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network, we've got Oh Yeah! Power Phase, a battle report stream live from Bearded Dragon Games where we go head-to-head playing Marvel Crisis Protocol. Every Wednesday is Patreon Day over at patreon.com slash professional casual. Every week on the Patreon, you will get new vlogs, bonus content, and a whole slew of other great stuff. Next up on Thursdays, we have a grim podcast of Perilous Adventure, our Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th Edition actual play, where we're playing Through the Enemy Within, widely considered one of the greatest campaigns of all time. If actual plays aren't your jam for roleplaying entertainment, on Sundays at 3 p.m. Eastern, we have the grim stream of Perilous Lore where I will be streaming at our Twitch talking about the lore of the old world of Warhammer. Every Friday, get ready, big chuckers, because Elite Eight Showdown is out both as a podcast and on YouTube, where we take a eight subject bracket that can be about anything and everything, pit them against each other and fight them to the death. And you can always hop on over to any of our social media sites and check us out there and get in touch with us if you need to. Over on Twitter, we're at Top Tier Casual. Instagram and Gmail are both The Professional Casual. And then on Facebook and our website, it's uh, Professional Casual. 